and we are back after three, four months of not it's doing been a while. it. Was it's been a while. It's been a while. It's my fault. I had a very long uh, summer break, but now we are back with the one and only Dr. Aran. We're not going to welcome you again. This is your show now. Dr. Aran, tell me something. I remember that maybe the last podcast I've done, you and me, it was in May. And it was the podcast where you said, China has opened now. Watch and see what's going to happen. And I remember that video got so many people texting us saying, it's not impossible. Look, Chinese will not come to Dubai. Why are you even spreading news like that? If, if, if Dubai was such a destination to attract Chinese, why you even have to mention it? And then end of May, uh, Chinese were top five in the city. Beginning of June, they hit number one and they are still number one till today. And I'm sure this is not even the start. Tell us more about the subject. Absolutely. You see, uh, at the end of the day, people can share their views with us about how they feel. It doesn't matter. When I speak, I always speak based on research. I have facts that will back me up. For example, if you watch Bloomberg News just two days ago, uh, they actually said that 12% of the sales in EMAR in the first half of this year came from the Chinese. 12% came from just one nationality with the biggest developer that we have uh, in the first, first half of this year. So we know what's been happening. The Night Frank report has actually called 2024 the year of the Chinese. So it's okay for people to have their views, but at the end of the day, the market does not operate on perception. The market operates on facts. And what we have seen happening, the Chinese are going to go to number one again. Now, it's not just that the Chinese will be number one. They're actually picking up a lot of properties which are high ticket items. Earlier, they used to go for smaller apartments, but now they're going for waterfronts, downtown areas. So you will see uh, the, when the volume of high ticket purchases goes up, you'll even see the value per transaction going up. And uh, Dubai is in a great place to attract them because we have an excellent business relationship with China. So it's we're just cracking the surface of the iceberg here. It's just a tip. You know what fascinates me that uh, these bad comments or whatever it comes, they are super uh, blindsided, like short vision. So for example, I'm sure you have seen this video has been rotating for a few days saying the new Creek Tower is rebranded as reshaped is gonna happen. Yes, true. Why just now they announce it? Okay, look, it's very simple uh, to understand that Dubai right now has got such an aggressive plan and I believe you need to show iconic movements and developments in the city as well. We have Sheikh Mahmoud's agenda, D33, where we're going to double what we've been doing as GDP, our economy. So this city is, has bounced back faster than anybody right after COVID. And COVID was also one of the reasons why mega projects had gone a little bit on the on the back burner. But today, the amount of business coming in, the confidence in the market is allowing the big developers to go ahead with all the mega developments. For example, Imar announced the Oasis, which is a $20 billion development. Huge master career. I mean, the national debt that we had for Dubai during the recession was $20 billion for the whole city. We now have a community that's coming out at 20 billion. You have Palm Jebelali that's been announced. Twice the size. That's going to go 40 billion and above. Between two projects from two developers, you're talking 60 plus billion coming out into the market. 
So we are in a very healthy place, which means a lot of these iconic projects which were put on the back burner for some time are now going to take center stage again. And why not? We want to be the best city in the world. The Economist report has put us number three in the world right now in terms of top 10 global cities for performance. So everything that was on the back burner is starting to come back. Therefore, seeing a 13% rise for the 2024, 13% rise on the 48% that happened. It's over the property. Yeah. yeah, No, it's going to be much more than that. Knight Frank actually projected 13.5% as an increase for 2023. As of the end of July, we were already sitting on an 18.5% increase for apartments and a 16.9% increase for villas. The overall market is hitting 18.1% in seven months of this year. So we have already exceeded the annual projection by the seventh month of this year. And don't forget, we are including in this two months of summer uh-huh. when usually the key decision makers are away. We've had two incredible summers before this. The third one is proving to be even better. We have done 283 billion dirhams worth of transactions in the first two quarters of this year. There is no slowing down. This has just started for us. Yeah, I would like to add on the on the Creek Harbor side that uh, the biggest investors in Creek Harbor, they're Chinese. And why so is because like Creek Harbor looks a lot like a Hong Kong. And when all of this inflow of Chinese came back to the city to revive that area properly. This is where we've seen even Imar investing more into the infrastructure of the Creek Harbor, having that tower, the observation. I don't know what's going to be in the future. They haven't announced it, yeah. but there is a lot of stuff coming. Tell us about the Russian, what's happening to Russians. We've been Russians for the past two years, like buying left and right. And now it's kind of like, those new Russian buyers are steaming out. So tell us more about this. Yeah, actually, Russia was a very positive impact on real estate in Dubai. In fact, last year, the Russian purchases impacted and influenced a 47% increase in prices in Dubai. 47% by just one national, one or two nationalities, the Ukrainians and few of the others in that area. But you see, there are two types of Russian buyers in the market. We have those Russians who were always interested in Dubai and they've been doing investments for the last 15 years. Those are the ones who are still in the market today and they will continue to buy. The bulk of the transactions that we saw last year happened as a result of the war with Ukraine and everyone wanted to bring their money out. So we are not looking at that money anymore. Reason being anyone who had to bring their money out to protect it has already done it. No one waits 18 months from the start of a war and then decide, let me move my money out now. Everyone who had to do it has already done that. That was the big amount that came in. And Dubai hit a record with 528 billion dirhams last year in, in transactions. And they hit a record also of the Russian real estate companies that just <laughs> were created. In the Always, that's natural. Just, <laughs> just because you had those type of buyers coming in, there was a need for that. So that I think will slow down a little bit again, because in fact, it's going to be the other way around. You're going to see the Chinese agencies. When we did that video, I've been talking to several agencies. I've been telling them, get the Chinese on board. Get the Chinese on board. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind and you will have to just take what's left in the market. The good ones are all being absorbed. So if you're not going to be proactive about this, then you're going to have a big challenge. Some brokerages have already gone and set up offices in Russell Kaima because when the casinos open, it's again the Chinese are going to come there. So uh, time will prove us right, just like what has happened now based on our past podcast. 
The facts are all there. Either we look at the facts and we respond based on that, or we listen to what Mickey Mouses will also say in the market, and we make judgments on that. But if you had to ever ask any of them, what are they actually basing their comments on? It's just uh, superficial. There yeah. is no fact backing it. Speaking of these people, they're really, uh, unfortunately, like even though that they have no financial background or no education or nothing related to all of the economy. However, they do give uh, lots of uh, advices which uh, affect potential buyers. So, for example, let me, since we're talking about the subject, let me tell you about few um it's not objection, more of about uncertainty or fear from cons coming. So, like, we have lots of people that they were they are saying that I really want to obtain a property in Dubai. I love the fact that it's so easy to get there. There is no tax on the property and so on. However, I've seen prices like flu. It's it's so up the sky. I'm super worried to obtain a property today and the market will soften or it's going to dip or it's going to do a correction and all of these terms. Correct. What's your opinion on the subject? Okay. Uh, I don't think this market is going to soften for a while. There's a, there's a reason for that. You see, in previous cycles that we had in the property, uh, we had all these launches happening and then eventually construction and handover. However, now the government of Dubai, the vision is strategic. We're moving towards D33 and then the 2040 plan. The government is introducing multiple initiatives that's actually attracting the world to come into Dubai. Therefore, the absorption of all these properties that are complete will be much, much faster. If we look at the uh, Knight Frank reports, CBRE, all of them talk about it. 82,500 units are expected to be handed over between this year up to 20. 28. This year was projected at 40,000 homes. There's no way we're handing over 40,000 homes this year. Assuming we did even that, that means you have 42,500 homes that will be handed over in the next five years, which is an average of 8,500 homes every year. There is no way we are going to be having an oversupply because Dubai is actually having a shortage of homes. Yeah, right. It's been in the newspapers last week. So this is, yes, secondly, this, uh, it was a masterstroke, the 10-year visa now being available on a 2 million investment. And 2 million, anyone can put in property today. So what you're going to see happen now is as these handovers start taking place, a lot of people will show up because they want the 10-year visa. They will absorb those properties in the 2 million and they will get the visas. You can get it even on off-plan provided you make the payment of the 2 million. But this is going to be one huge attraction that will absorb faster the units that come out when we already have a shortage based on the increase in the population growth that we're seeing here. Secondly, if you look at District 2020, we now have the invitation to come in here, set up your companies for two years, you don't pay any registration fees, which is attracting a lot of people to come in and set up companies. We had 91,000 new trade licenses issued last year, of which 45,000 were commercial. So you're talking of an average of another half million people coming in with an average company Those size of 12. Real estate uh, agencies, real estate brokerages. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's possible. Stay on holiday homes, actually. Yes. It's, it's exploding. Even if they, yeah. they, they too need a roof over their head. Yeah. So rents will go up. Owners of these companies would look to pick up their own homes. So that the absorption is going to be extremely high. 
So there are multiple initiatives, the Dubai Global, now the casino is starting to come out. There is just so much happening in Dubai. The D33 is going to explode the market. Today, we have the government saying our vision now is to become the talent magnet to the world. We want to bring the best in the world here. The Henley and Partner study has proven that the highest migration of millionaires is all into Dubai. So we have people coming and it's going to be even more now that China is back into the business. So when the absorption happens quicker, two or three benefits happen. The first thing is people who are scared about what's going to happen will have more confidence in the market. The second thing is the time, the, the duration taken for these handed over homes to be absorbed reduces drastically. And when that reduces drastically, the demand stays and therefore the price will not drop as much. So the next cycle can start much faster at a higher point. So that's the advantage based on the current strategies. D33 is planning to increase the population as a result of D33 initiative. We are now at 3.5 million. We're looking at 6 million by D33. That is by 2033. And then we're looking at 7.8 million by 2040. We will be more than double. There is no way you're going to have 2 million homes coming out in the next 10 years. We are always going to have that demand. We are following what I've been seeing, you know, back in the days there was a website called Drayden, Drayden, something like Drayden. that. And uh, it was the only one that tells you each year how many properties will be handed over. And there was always this number 40, 42,000, but actually has never no, delivered more than 28,000 units in yeah, one year. Yeah. Never it happened. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, one of the challenges is most of the people who w raise these concerns, it's a genuine concern to the person who's raising it, but he never questioned the person from there who told it to him as to where did they get that yeah, information yeah, yeah, yeah. from. So people ride on perception. That's why when you talk to them and say, that's an interesting observation. Where exactly did you get it from? Everybody backs on and says, that's what everyone is saying. So it's not built on a foundation. Doctor, tell me, there's a lots of new stuff happening in the city and we have seen the introduction of the corporate tax of uh, 9% that was introduced uh, June 20, actually it was implemented from uh, June 1st, it was introduced beginning of the year and I think now the first payment will happen in January 2024. Uh, how did this impact the market? Okay. I don't think it's going to impact the market. Why? That impact positively is yeah. not like... No, I believe it's a positive impact. Yeah. Let me tell you why. If you look at the history of taxation, I don't think any of the developed countries in the world or these advanced cities ever lost out because they had a taxation. Yes, when there are certain new emerging cities that offer tax benefits, a, certain, a number of people will move there. But the popularity of those cities, their political, business, financial hold on the on economies has always kept them up there doing well. That's why they're still among the top. And some of them have got some insane tax structures in there. So it is natural that emerging economies that don't compete with them in terms of volume and global positioning will attract people because they offer these benefits. Today, I believe Dubai can pitch itself against any city in the world. We've seen the Economist report. We're number three right now. So we have reached a position where today we will continue to attract people into the city because we are offering the lifestyle infrastructure, business infrastructure, financial infrastructures, health infrastructures. Uh, we are offering legal health and safety infrastructures, a law and order that can compete with the best in the world. We have everything that's bringing people in. 
And the corporate tax coming in hasn't stopped people from investing in property. We've had over 75,000 millionaires who have already invested in just seven months in this year. Close to over 300 plus billion dirhams has now been done. If you include July, I'm not even taking into account August, right? So it hasn't slowed down the serious buyers because they understand that taxation is important for cities so that they can actually deliver that kind of lifestyle. People have got used to living in the city where they didn't want to, they don't have to pay anything and they enjoy the benefit of a world-class lifestyle. So you want to come to a city, you want the city to bear the burden of all the costs and you get away scot-free, then you should leave the city. This is our city today. We should be contributing to this city as well. We cannot be expecting only the government contributes and only the government takes all the costs and we only take the benefits. No one asked us to come here. But when you come here, you are, what Dubai is doing today is not different from any of the top 100 cities on the planet. Think of where you came from. What's the taxation structure? People have no issue paying it there. People have no issue paying it in any of the other cities. But now I'll have an issue because the 9% is coming up here. Seriously, stay in your own country. The 9% is not for individuals, it's not for employees. This and is it is not for tax that correct. gets paid to from owners of companies whenever they reach the threshold of $100,000 net profit to their pocket. So any dollar on top, it's taxable. It's not for employees, it's not for... Yes, them. and it is not affecting the property at this point in time. So it's not stopping people. Last week we did 9 billion. In the last two days or, or three, four days in this week, we have already crossed 8 billion in terms of property registrations. So the serious uh, Wednesday buys... Wednesday by itself was 1.9 yeah. billion. Wednesday. Just, yes, yeah. correct. Uh, Wednesday was 1.9 billion. Yeah. And if you look interestingly, the cash to mortgage ratios, even the previous week was 85% cash, 15% oh, mortgage. Gosh. It's all the investors are coming in. The investors are telling all these people, ignore what you hear from everybody. We are the evidence that this is happening. Launches are happening nonstop. Damag had a coral reef launch, which sold out in six hours, 220 units. And they've already announced another one coming up on Sheikh Zayn. Yeah, correct. So... Are we saying that these developers with 20 plus years of legacy don't understand what they're doing? They're working in partnership with the government and in line with the, with the agenda of Dubai and everybody's moving forward. The people who are saying, let me wait for a few years and see what's going to happen, you can keep waiting. Keep waiting, but I'll tell you this, you plan to wait for one year, plan an additional 25% on your investment amount. You want to wait for two years, plan 70%. This is the only thing I think the only people waiting are the same people that were telling us from 2014 that Dubai is gone, there is nothing in here. Then in 2016, look, and then in 2018, when developers started giving this post-handover payment plan, they were like the city. In 2019, they said we're over 2020, and suddenly it's like, oh, I should buy in Dubai. So basically, uh, for all of the investors, even if you are the first-time investor, don't follow the crowd. Don't do the monkey see, monkey do. When everyone is buying, sell. And when everyone is selling, buy yourself. This is the best formula in order for you to make it huge in real estate. I'm talking capital gains over 100 to 100%. They agree with me? Absolutely. Absolutely. For the smart investors, this is an opportunistic market. And that's the ones that Dubai is targeting. There are the people who create the noise out there. People who are winners. Dubai, I believe, is a winner today. 
you don't stop to answer every comment that comes about your city and the vision. There's always going to be people who will do that. You align yourself with the winners, the people who are futuristic, and they, jo they join us in the future. 100%. Doctor, moving from the corporate tax, what other news we have in this Q4 uh, of 2023? Tell us more about announcement positive stuff happening where, where, where the agents watching us can take that information add them on their pitch. Okay. I think the first thing most of the agents have to do now is adjust their mindset. We are coming into the two strongest quarters for real estate in Dubai. Q4 and then Q1 of the following. These are the sure. strongest years. I mean strongest quarters. Now, there's going to be no slowdown on the number of people coming into Dubai. There's going to be no slowdown in the opportunities being offered in the market. Now, more and more announcements will come up. Palm yeah. Jebel Ali will start coming up with some very strong announcements in, in Q4, that's for sure. Imar is going to continue. More and more opportunities will come up. So I would say rather than speculating about what's going to happen, start working your networks, start preparing them, uh, get them to begin to see the opportunities because people will start getting onto planes and start traveling to Dubai in about a month's time. You need to work your leads in. You need to contact people. Think of your pitches. There's a great Knight Frank report on the performance of Dubai as a city. It's a 43-page, if I remember, report. Absolutely brilliant. Any person who looks at that report and doesn't get onto a plane and come to Dubai really has no understanding of the future of this world. As to specific announcements, I don't have access to them. I'll get it as with everybody else. But if you look at the trend of Dubai, Dubai very strategically positions its announcements when they know that they can influence the mood and create the demand in the market. So based on that confidence of what's been happening in the last two years, I'm looking forward to some really amazing announcements coming out, more opportunities, and we're going to fill this city with people. Doctor, a uh, few months back, maybe end of May also, uh, it was uh, Singapore government imposed 60% taxation on the foreign investment, which we saw a lot of that audience investing there, switching and moving to us. We have a lot of ultra-wealthy individuals coming in here. I've seen now something uh, like a new move in the trends where a lot of developers are only building extra luxury properties. And now we've also seen that some developers, they are switching from onshore to offshore by obtaining islands and the word island and each one having this own island like the Maldives side. Right. What do you foresee about the ultra wealthy? Are they still going to be coming in here? Are they coming a lot? That was one. You know, uh, a few years ago, I used to always have this joke. I used to say that everyone comes to New York. King Kong goes to New York. Godzilla goes to New York. The aliens go to New York. Now they're all coming to Dubai. So we have all the ultra high net worth people making Dubai their home. Let's look at a few numbers there to see where this is going to go in the future. Last year, we know 4,000 millionaires migrated into Dubai to make it their new home. Now, these are millionaires. They can get uh, entry into any country in the world. They can buy property in there, set up their businesses. But they have chosen Dubai. 30% of the Fortune 500 companies have now got their regional head offices located in Dubai. Now, when these people are choosing a city to live, they take a, a bird's eye view of the whole city. They look at 
what is the quality of life my family will be able to enjoy in a city like Dubai? What is the healthcare and education opportunities? How can I set up and grow and expand my businesses, my access to money, safety? They look at all of these and Dubai is ticking the boxes for all of these. And that's why they're looking at their loved ones and saying, let's pack up, let's close shop here, but let's go and open it in the city that's going to rule the world in the future. And as a result, when these people are coming in, they're looking for the mansions, they're looking for the branded residences. So they want homes, which are high ticket homes. They're looking for signature lifestyles. So the islands, the waterfront communities, penthouses in the sky, that's what they're looking for. So when all these people are actually coming into the city, there has always been a shortage of uh, supply for these kind of people coming in. That's the reason why there is a new niche market emerging in Dubai. Let's look at homes of $10 million and above. As an example, just last year alone, uh, New York was number one with 245 homes that were sold above $10 million. Las Vegas was second with 225 homes. London was third with 223 homes and Dubai was fourth with 219 homes, just four homes behind London. But London is a 2,000-year-old city. And Dubai is 30 years old when you understand the modern Dubai. This year, by June, we have already become number one on the planet. 335 homes, $10 million and above. So the ultra-rich people today are all looking at Dubai. So you can see the future of this city very attractive because these people talk to governments, they talk to legal counsels, advisors who identify for them the potential markets that will be the future. They take all of this into consideration and Dubai is at the top every single time. That's the reason why you're seeing the lifestyles starting to change. You're seeing developers starting to address a whole new segment. You will actually see multiple projects coming up in the future that will be breakthrough projects for the personality of the city of Dubai. So the future is really, really bright here. And we believe uh, a thousand looking absolutely. For, for closing this year and opening of 2024. We're not talking speculation. It's all based on numbers, all based on figures. And as Dr. Manan said, these developers that they are investing multi-billions in their projects, they're not just throwing their money away. It's all based on foundation. It's all based from Emirates reports, how many bookings we have from now until the year, how many relocation we have following the Dinata that they ship and they do the cargo of all of the furniture and every belonging for these guys. Doctor, this has been brilliant as always. Thanks a lot for coming and see you in the next one. Thank you, Anthony. And good luck, guys. Keep making your money and keep believing.